Hey y'all, back with another episode. Thank you for returning to listen to I Have a Podcast. Um, So today I am grateful I have a podcast. From the title, you guys can tell that um, this question is it's some things that occurred. Um, And this question is not in the physical sense, right? Alone isn't always... Um, your physical environment, your mental, emotional state, or even perspective, right? You can be deciding, let's take it something simply as um, dinner in a group of people. Maybe you're the only one that wants what you want. Um, and it's a temporary feeling of alone, right? Because there's a joyous occasion attached to it and things like that. And there's no real emotional wait to unpack with a decision like that right or with anyone else choosing something different there's there's nothing to unpack with that it just is what it is we're gonna eat this and it's gonna go down and come out just like everything else if we did or decided to eat that um but for me it's more so do you feel alone in your understanding of life situations relationships um, it's one of the reasons I really started my podcast because I would have a lot of conversations, um, with different people. A lot of these conversations so far that I've been on the podcast, I've just been sparked by, um, regular engagement with just one or one person, different people, but it was a one-on-one conversation that I didn't feel like I got much from, Right. It was a lot put out there within the conversation, as you guys have heard previously in the um, episodes, that in these conversations, a lot gets out, but I can't say I get too much back from them. So that's honestly why I started my podcast, because I wanted to implore these conversations and different topics to other people in the world to gain more from it than I got from the initial conversation, right? So... Yeah, today I wanted to unpack that, right? Feeling or being alone. So, um, I had to rid some relationships recently. First of all, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back home in Dallas. Um, I'm really, really excited about being back home. Uh, North Carolina was a shorthanded move. Um, the decision to go there was bred out of desperation uh, because as I spoke previously uh, in the first episode of this season, I'll be unpacking a lot of the issues within my uh, the dynamics of my family. So um, I had to remove myself from the environment in order to feel like I could flourish. I could really reach the heights in which I'm trying to reach in life and really get to the potential that I know God said before my life, right? Um, they say when a rose or a flower is not growing, you don't change the seed, you change the environment. And I know that this seed that has been planted in me for this journey of entrepreneurship 
is not easy for everyone to accept. And I guess too, um, in unpacking this, I'm realizing it's not it's not that easy for me to even accept. Um, so in the relationships that I had to read, there was a lot of false opinion being spread about me. Uh, and what makes it false is there's nothing to support it. And what is to support it are lies. So when you can't support what you're saying with truths, when you can't, when what you're saying can be refuted with truth, it's false. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a false narrative. And um, because I was going through so much like the transition of deciding to come back to Dallas from North Carolina, that transition was hell, like literally hell. And it was hell administered by, I would, someone who was proud and thought it was hilarious to be called a little demon. Um, but you, you are that (laughs) because you administered hell to my life in a way that I did not deserve. And I did nothing. I did nothing to this person. I did nothing to this person. I did nothing to this person. I did not steal from this person. I did not harm this person. I actually kept this person's home very nice, neat, and clean. I actually made this person's home in the way that organization does. And this person did not. I actually assisted in the home front in multiple ways. So your home was a comfort space to you when you walked into it, thanks to me. So I did not harm this person's home. I did not steal from this person. I did not step on this person's toes with any man or anything of that nature. I did not talk behind this person's back. These are all the things that I feel personally. Y'all let me know. Y'all pull up on me and let me know if there's anything else that you could feel like a person would deliberately administer hell to your life if you did anything else other than what I stated, right? I did nothing to this person. So once I recognized that... um, I had left an environment of toxicity um, only to put myself in a situation, only to enter, I should say, a situation because I had no idea this is what I was putting myself into. This person had hid and 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 had this, you know what, I, I can't. There was a facade with me um, in a sense, but who they are has always been revealed It's never really a lot of positive conversation um about anyone or anything um there uh there were some personality commonalities and lifestyle commonalities that I felt like could be built on um and the desperation was removing the understanding which I do know So my desperation came from in removing the understanding that a person's character stands stronger than their personality, right? So the core of a person is going to stand stronger than, than, than the fact that they, they know how to take a joke. And if the core of who you are is to constantly speak negative, is to constantly be pessimistic about life choices, your own or others, the core of who you are is 
to only down those that are around you and even you can admit do much for you um, to diminish their roles. If that's the core of who you are and that's a consistent thing that I can say for years has been a running theme with this person. Um, if that's at the core of who you are, it was my desperation and mistake to remove that understanding that that wouldn't change. <laughs> Just because we have personality commonalities that may, may be able to be built on, the core of who this person is is going to stand stronger than anything else. And because of my desperation, I didn't realize that I was leaving one toxic, toxic environment only to feed this person's evil in order to piggyback off of the toxicity that was already being created or administered right so that was extremely rough right like emotionally mentally um because here it is i'm mentally in this space of complete happiness optimism i just knew that was a fresh palette right so I think that was another thing that my desperation did was only consider what I had going on, right? It only considered that, well, even, even, even if this person moves this way, I'm still going to be good like this because I can do this. Um, I don't know if I needed to actually get to and experience that environment before I could have accepted. I just didn't have the foresight to see that things what reveal themselves in the way that they did within this person to me, to me. I have seen this done consistently over the years to other people. So one of the, one of the things that I take away from um, the journey is that like my daddy told me years ago, you need to humble yourself. And I, his words rang in my mind so loudly I needed to humble myself and realize I, who was I, <laughs> who was I for my experience to be any different with this person than every other person throughout the years. That was my mistake. That was, that was a huge mistake on my behalf. And, and it was, a, it was a humbling lesson to, to realize that I'm, I can only be who I am. I can't try to be an influence over someone. I can't try to be a positive force in somebody's life i can only be what i am and either you accept it as i am or you don't because we receive everybody as we are i try not to do that in moments but for the most part that's just a natural human thing you don't know a person even if you feel like you do know them what you know of them you want to receive them as you are or maybe that's a mistake that I make. Y'all drop down, pull up on me and let me know if that's a mistake that I'm making is constantly wanting to receive people as I am, right? So I, I am a genuine person. I don't know how to be fake. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I do not know how to do that. And I guess it's been a good and bad thing in my life. Um, a bad thing in the workplace because it was difficult for me. I needed a mentor to help me maneuver around the bullshit um, and how to be fake in a corporate or customer um, service space, right? Uh, so, and then it's, it's been good in my regular life because I, I can weed out the bullshit personally easily. So it's been a good and bad thing, but I don't know how to be fake. So, because I'm such a genuine person, I take people as that. I want to, I want to at least, like I want to take people and their approach, their perspective or 
their engagement with me as genuine. Just just because that's what I am. And I, I think that um that's what I did and I guess I I guess I do realize that that, that wasn't nothing mistake. So um and recognizing what was happening and what was going on within uh, this relationship and this new dynamic with me living down there in North Carolina with this person um, for the period of time that was given, uh, it was not conducive to anything that I want in my life. I left toxicity to gain peace. I needed a sense of peace of mind to to grow all the things that I want to do, right? I have so many seeds planted and this soil right now is open. There's nothing covering the soil where these seeds have been planted, right? So there's no foundation for these seeds to actually grow through. And so, however, what's been happening is it's like footprints all over the soil, right? You plant a seed, um, in the soil and you have to top the soil in order for the seed to grow through, right? There's been nothing but bullshit, fucking commonor, <laughs> literally as my top soil <laughs> to actually set the foundation or lay the bed for my seeds to grow on. And one of the things that I'm not understanding and I wanted to employ the conversation is how am I so alone in the understanding of what's actually happening? Like, okay, so boom, I had to, that was the one relationship. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back in Dallas. Had to rid that relationship. Uh, but during the transition, I actually went back home to Michigan for a while. Maybe on like a story time or something like that, I'll actually discuss like well how did you get to Michigan and things like that like maybe I'll do like a story time or whatever but for the purposes of me keeping um this blog on this uh excuse me this podcast on track as to what I'm wanting to gain from it I'm not gonna break the story down in full um right now but I wound up in Michigan for a while and my goddaughter's mother is in Michigan well I do my best on my platform to protect people um, that, like I said before, like I don't, I still don't want my loved ones viewed in a certain way. But my, my platform is mine. My podcast is for healing for me. And I, I don't excuse that with anybody. So it is what it is. But um, she's in Michigan and What I want to say ultimately about both relationships um, that I had to read and what I'm bringing this conversation to my podcast for is I am being more aware of people who, when they find me in particular in a confrontation, there is no two sides to the story. There is only I am wrong. Um... That's, 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 it's starting to weigh on me a little bit. I can honestly say, um, one, because I don't understand how your loved ones, (laughs) the people closest to you 
one don't uplift you. I guess that's that's one of the things because um when you uplift someone that means you put them in a light that doesn't allow forces to diminish them, right? So when a person comes to a family member and says that, well, I can't have a conversation with this person. And you know how well-versed in communication this person is. You know how much effort this person puts into communication when it comes to their relationships. You know how much this person is willing to break down their level of communication to relate to the person that they're speaking with. You know this. You know this because you've seen it consistently. You've experienced it consistently. You've praised it at times. You know it because you've seen it. You've experienced it. And you allow that person to say, I can't have a conversation with them. You allow them to say that to you about this person and you just listen. You just accept it. You just take it to be true. That's not uplifting a person. (laughs) It's not uplifting a person. When you know what they're saying goes against who you know this person to be. Uh, I'm so confused in what a person loses, what's wrong with a person, or what makes any person, what's, what's in your heart, soul, character that makes you just listen to things that go against what you know about a person. Let me take it further. Maybe because you feel some of the same things, but it's a projection, (laughs) right? So many of our community are dealing with issues that they do not face. They don't want to deal with. They don't want to learn about. They don't want to read about. They don't want to hear the other side of. They don't want to go to counseling to work. So many issues. So many issues. They they range from the smallest scales of understanding your three-year-old child and what they're saying instead of yelling at them to the highest scale of recognizing that a person in your life is on the verge of suicide. Right? These are wide ranges. But they still speak to whether or not you're actually listening to that person. Whether you're actually accepting what this person is saying and where they're coming from. Right? Instead of just projecting that you know. Instead of just projecting you know best for that three-year-old. What they're feeling. What they're thinking. So what you're saying matters more. Projecting that. I understand life completely and nothing is that difficult to want to take your life. That's a projection, right? It's not listening. It's not understanding. And it's not a form of love. So this is a wide range that projection happens within our community. And we're not working through it. But I have. (laughs) I am someone who consistently and constantly is working through the things that I know need to be unlearned, that I know I don't know, that I know need to be changed. Like, I am one of those people who is constantly and consistently doing that. So, for me, when I come out with a new and a better understanding, I engage my life as such. 
it's getting harder and harder for me to accept and receive the people who aren't doing the same work. And they're constantly projecting what they have not unlearned onto me. Like, I feel so alone in that. I feel so alone in the fact that I'm the only one who recognizes issues that are at hand and need to be addressed. Or maybe I got the world fucked up. (laughs) Maybe I got the world fucked up. Maybe issues that are at hand don't need to be addressed. Maybe, I, I don't know, like, Maybe everybody's supposed to understand in their own way and and create and and, and only have the people in their life that understand that they do. Like, I don't don't know, (laughs) y'all. Like, I really and truly don't know. So I'm imploring the conversation because I really feel alone in understanding that if a person comes to you to express something that hurt them and your response is to be angry, your response is to shut them down or deny what they're saying. That's an issue on your on your behalf, bro. That's an issue you need to work through. You need to unlearn. And it pisses me off that so many people in my personal life don't see their own issues. But all they do is call out mine. <laughs> all the people in my immediate Family is not my immediate circle. They only see my issues. They see none of their own, okay? So when these relationships had to be rid, for the people in my life, there could have been no wrong done to me. Even though once it's broken down, you clearly see where the wrong has been done. But to put me alone in the world, to defend myself and my character... rough (laughs) it's pretty tough and so many people are telling me like you need to just stop caring the people in my circle who get it I don't I don't know how my two best friends are the the most sensible people in my life right now um I don't I don't know I don't know how They just get it. And it's not they just get me. (laughs) They just understand circumstance, people, relationships, occurrences, and me. My friends never give me a free pass. My friends are not always available for my venting sessions. (laughs) My friends do not always take my side if there's a confrontation. this This is not it. They just understand. And so it's it's really confusing to me. Um And the reason that I wanted to know, like, do you ever feel alone? Like, because everyone has their own lives, right? One of my best friends just lost a piece of her. Her mother passed. Um, Another one is in a brand new city in a blossoming relationship. Um, And so it's it's really and truly, this this episode is kind of the core of um, why I have a podcast. Because... I need things back from these conversations. Like I need to be able to better understand so that I can maneuver through my life and the relationships that still exist within these dynamics. I need to be able to maneuver. 
Um, I'm grateful that the people who do understand do. Um, But I also feel alone a lot because at the end of the day, it's still me that has to work through, maneuver, and last through these relationships, right? And with everyone telling me, like, you need to stop caring so much what people think. You need to stop caring so much what people think. Because ultimately, it's... I guess that's where other people... The, the basis of where these relationships that were read came from is that they they, they had these opinions, like I said, that, that were false narratives. Um, and a lot of people are telling me, like, you just shouldn't care. You just shouldn't care about the fact that they're they're spreading false narratives. They're speaking false narratives. They have they hold false narratives about you. You just you just shouldn't care. But um, when no, because I am one of. <laughs> 10 plus million Americans that um, have been seriously emotionally weighted and mentally weighted by this pandemic. I know what I want from life and my goals and my plans. And I know what I want to do with my life and my future. But I also know that Blessings come when you're ready to receive them. I also know that we don't get to the places that we're looking to go in life until we are the people that we need to be to show up at these places. Right? I'm not who I was five years ago. I'm not who I was two years ago. I'm constantly evolving and changing, and that's a conscious effort and work that I put in. But when I have so many forces around me tearing down, toppling over, or breaking through the structure that I'm setting or the lane that I'm carving for my plans and goals, it teeters who I am, right? What I understand what I know is why I was so desperate to remove myself from the toxic environment and went to North Carolina in the first place because I felt at that point I was so connected to who I am that I can't keep allowing these outside forces and opinions to teeter my thoughts because it's going to intervene with my plans. And so now more forces have come. More roadblocks have been put in place of my lane. More rocks and crashes thrown and burned at me than I even could have imagined. 
and it's teetered. It's teetered my thoughts, not my plans, but my thoughts. But your thoughts control your actions, right? Your thoughts make up who you are. So to remove myself from a toxic environment because I was so connected and to be put into an environment that pulled strings at my character and who I am as well as my plans, I'm left a little confused, right? I know right from wrong. But when you experience things, especially traumatic things, it changes you. So while I'm experiencing and going through traumatic things that are changing me, I have to get back to a place to know this person all over again, right? It's a new person going through what I'm going through, right in the middle of me going through it. And while I'm trying to connect to and get to know this person, I have so many opinions, some that shouldn't matter, but those that do They're lumping themselves in with it. And I really wanted to know, like, why am I so alone in understanding that wrong is wrong? Even when I'm wrong, it's wrong. It's how can you flip wrong to to make it look like something different? Like, I don't understand that because I'm not a disingenuous person. So I don't understand how you can flip wrong to make it look like something different. Or maybe it's just flipping the mirror. The wrong isn't, the, the, the wrong is still wrong. It's just flipping the mirror on the person. And I'm constantly the person. The mirror is one-sided of confrontation when it comes to me. And I don't know what to do with that. Really, y'all. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. I had to bring it to my podcast. Like, I had to work through this. And, and talk this out here on this platform and publish this because I need something from it. I need to understand, like, how am I the only one alone in understanding and recognizing that when someone says something about your family member that you know differently, you speak up and uplift them? How? Like... <laughs> I'm grateful I have a podcast. I feel like um, this podcast might be a little controversial <laughs> for my personal life. Um, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually finally okay with everything that happened. It's been a couple of weeks. Um and I've been really unsettled with some of the things. And and I'm finally really okay. <laughs> I know what I want from this podcast, but I'm also prepared for the things that I may get back that I didn't necessarily want. Um, because it's all a part of healing for me. It's all a part of release for me. It's all a part of getting to a better person. Perspective in place. Mentally, emotionally, and physically. So, um, you guys, pull up on me on my social media. Uh, Facebook has been deactivated. So, 
there's that. <laughs> I deactivated Facebook. I'm I'm going to keep Instagram. Uh, I already kind of been in and out and, and weaning myself off and everything because as stated, I have to reconnect to me after all of these traumatic things that happened. These relationships that lasted for years that were revealed um, not to be genuine, that had to go. Uh, being back in Dallas and maneuvering this family dynamic again, knowing um, I stand where I stand within my family. Uh, I have to, I have to connect to me. I have to make for sure I'm, I'm feeding into my soul, and 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 I'm allowing myself to consistently heal. So, and I, it's hard for me to do that. I use social media as a distraction. Like I, I use it as a distraction. Um, and Instagram just, it feeds, I have my, my following and the things that I follow there. Um, they feed my spirit and my soul in ways that I need. Um, Facebook is a little too personal for me right now. I really, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I need to disconnect from, from things so personal as much as possible. Uh, so I've done that. So pull up on my social media, Twitter, uh, Twitter and my Instagram. I'm, I'm also off of Snapchat. I don't think I even promoted my Snapchat. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm also off of Snapchat. You can't reach me there either. So it'll just be Twitter and Instagram for a while. I have another episode. Oh my God. It's so ironic. You guys that Nikki is all over the internet right now. Like I swear we're, we're the internet is still constantly talking about her. Um, and that's what my first, uh, conversation with Kirsten on the podcast this season is about. So I'm, I promise, I promise, I promise, because <laughs> I really want that conversation out there, especially right now. I feel like Nikki may be ready to come back soon, but, um, like we just, we, we have no idea what to expect and the disrespect is so real. The conversations about her that are still being had are just like, come give the woman a break but um, so I'm gonna release that podcast really re- that episode really 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 soon I love you I thank you for listening <laughs> I thank you for caring by sharing my podcast I thank you for engaging pulling up on me to my social media um I love you guys and I'll see you in the next podcast